Welcome to the party, Bung Bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the Big Boss Man, aka the Clumsy Jeweler, cause I'm always dropping gems, aka the Milkman, cause I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcast. And we're in here today with uh, Jordan Biggie Steffens for the third time on the show. How's it going? That intro is the best thing I've ever heard. You are the <laughs> man. Just keep doing that. We just won't even talk. Just, you're just going to have nickname after nickname, man. Well, I always tell them. I could go, I could go all, all day. I could oh, go all day. Go, go all day. Go all night, man. I love it. That's <laughs> awesome, man. No, it's a pleasure to be back, bro. Absolute pleasure. Um, so, I'll get, I'll get straight into it. You're the Joe Rogan of Australia. Oh, well, you are. You're the be, John Rogan of Australia. I don't think I'm quite on that level yet. It's that, coming. I can yeah. feel it. I can feel it, bro. Um, yeah, well, I got the whiskey there. I don't have any. I don't have any weed or anything. But <laughs> I said um, it'll come, man. It'll come. You got to start small and work your yeah. way up, man. I love it. That's good. Whiskey's good. Yeah. Um, but the reason uh, you're in again is now you're going for a Guinness World Record. Yeah, actually, well, this this time, unfortunately, it's still unofficial this oh, time. Unofficial. Yeah, it's unofficial this time. It oh, will... I, they may have got it wrong, mm. but I, I, I sent you a picture of you in the paper. I don't know if you read that article. Mm. I, I swear it said that it was a Guinness World Record attempt. It, it will be an unofficial world record attempt next year, if which I'm pretty sure they will have raised enough money to actually get the other train that they're trying to get together. That they want to make is the official Guinness World Record because that train has more history behind it. It was the one off Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a massive story behind this other train, right? Um, and the the big thing is that they want to try and make it as big as possible. They want to get a big show out of it, which which they can do and they will do. Um, so, like I said, this year will be, I think, somewhere around 202, 203 tons, which makes it more than the train that was done in the 90s. And then the one they've got for next year, which will be bigger again, it's somewhere around 205. So they are staggeringly getting bigger. Um, So like I said, this year will be unofficial, but they really want to ramp up an official world record next year with another heavier train. And what's the world record? Just heaviest train pull? Yeah, it's the heaviest train pull and it was 201 tons. Okay. So this one will be a couple tons heavier. And what was the one that you did for the fundraising? Last year? Yeah. Uh, that was a hundred and sixty odd. Wow! So it's fa- is it a fair jump? Yeah, we're putting a forty-five ton rail cart on the back of it wow. just for fun and games. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're ramping it up, man. And I asked for it, you know. I, there's no point messing around with yeah. little things, man. So. And what's the date of the unofficial attempt? Twenty sixth May two thousand nineteen. So what's that? Eleven days from right now, but so it'll be uh, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, Sunday afternoon. Oh, hopefully the weather. Hopefully the weather will hold out. Well, if it's my it's my birthday coming up on the twenty third, so, so I have to do it now. So right? I've got I've got I've got a little bit of a <laughs> night planned on the twenty fifth. So maybe gonna, Rachel can drive me. It's gonna out be on clay the with sunglasses on. Yeah, yeah, but man. Is it at the same train station? Yeah, it'll be yeah. at Mount Barker Railway Station. So last year was in the big railway yard. This yep. time's actually going to be at the station. Okay, so which that, is just a little bit down. Yeah, just yep. up from it, man. So you you basically you see it when you drive into Mount Barker, Mount Barker Railway Station. Right. So. And so, what's what do you? 
What do you get out of an unofficial attempt? Nothing. Just just the knowledge that you can do it. Confidence. Well, yeah. Look, it, the the big thing is for me is one, it's helping raise more money mm-hmm. for Steam Ranger. So and that's that's the, the biggest thing. This is welcome to the party, the most charitable podcast as well. So it's the most charitable podcast. Well, we aim we aim to be. Well, there we go. Yeah. Like I said, we're starting somewhere, and you just roll it out and roll it yeah. out, man. I look forward to seeing this in thirty years' time. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see if we can uh, raise something for this. As I well. appreciate it, man. Yeah. I'm sure the guys of Steam Ranger appreciate it too. But you and me, we're around the same age. You know, we grew up with Simpsons. We grew up with Thomas the Tank Engine when we were really little yep. kids. That's the stuff we grew up with. You know, and sitting in Mount Barker Railway Station is a train that was the Australian version or the Australian train of Thomas the Tank Engine. So when they did a world tour, they basically call it, of trains, the train that they used for the Australian train was the 521, which sits at Mount Barker. Okay. So, like I said, that's why we're trying to raise the money. So that train that's so popular, so loved around the world by so many young kids... Um, can actually be bought out again and actually used. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's for me. Because kids are still watching that today. Absolutely. Yeah. Again, this was something that we grew up with when we were young. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan of trains or anything like that. I like the challenge of the train and yeah. bullying. That's why I like them. Um, but you know, it's it's a good cause. Um, okay, I don't get a world record out of it this time, but I do get an unofficial, you know, recognition or, you know, people will recognize as unofficial. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't get millions of dollars or anything like that out of it. Um, personally, I, I get, you know, I get a satisfaction of helping people. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, self-satisfaction too, that I can do it, you know. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's more I'm helping other people more than anything else. That's the most important thing. Yeah, yeah, and that's um, that's something that I've been thinking about a fair bit too on on the podcast, and like people say, oh, like why why did you get into that? Mm. And uh, I do enjoy it. And what I always say is, mm. I love talking. I talk to so many different people that I otherwise may not have had the mm. chance to speak with. But then, as well, it's not you know you you're not hunting for like fame and fortune. Mm. I want to be able to like help people. So I've got this this idea of being the most charitable podcast and, mm. um, you know, playing games with guests to, to raise, raise funds for whatever charity and stuff like that. And hopefully one day, you know, I can link up with a charity or something and, mm. um, do like a, like a marathon, like stay awake for the whole week and just talk for 48 hours, something like that. And, and that would be absolutely amazing to have somebody <laughs> like, dude, oh, do a podcast, the world's longest podcast, yeah. mate. Can you imagine that? A world record. Is there, is there a world record for the longest podcast ever? I haven't looked at a world record book since probably seventh grade, so I couldn't tell you. Mate. Yeah. Have a crack at it. Can you imagine that? Just sitting here. Take some annual and leave. And just talk. Some annual leave. Just get... Dirty. Oh, mate, there's people <laughs> sitting out your door and just rolling through one after another, yeah. just continuous podcast. Man, imagine linking up doing something like that and, you know, you could raise money for, again, a charity that's close to your heart, whatever yeah. that is. And, you know, you are a charitable podcast in the way that you give people like myself an outreach to talk. We've talked about so much stuff mm. in the podcast we've done in the past. And um, you've given the opportunity to so many other young athletes and other young people and people coming through the ranks. And as I was chatting to you before we went on air uh, about another guy that I'll, that will probably come on and do a podcast with mm. you, you know, a mate of mine overseas. So, you know, it's a huge, you're giving a, a, 
a voice to the voiceless almost you know mm. some people so you're already a charitable podcast without even knowing it man type of charity. absolutely absolutely now, what what goes into attempting guinness world record does that cost does that cost you money if you like when you do if it was official year? yeah yeah so uh, there's two ways you can go about it way number one uh you get uh, it rectified here in australia so 2017 in Melbourne at the Arnolds, they did a tank pool where they had three referees that mm-hmm. were all, um, they got given all the paperwork for it by Guinness. Uh, I think you pay $1,000 to have the record ratified. Okay. Uh, you do all the paperwork. So you have three judges, timed, etc., etc. They all do the paperwork, send it to Guinness. Way number two. This is the extreme way. $10,000 down. You get them to fly out from Britain because that's where it's based. I think with BBC. Yeah. They fly over here. They do a full like TV show version of it. Oh, okay. Oh, you know how they do the... They get the guy out there. They have the camera crew and they're having the whole... Yeah. Because I guess BBC would have a... Uh, maybe Channel 10 or Channel 9 or Channel 7 would be their partner. Yeah. In Australia. So someone from Channel 7 would come out. Um on their behalf and do they'd get no they'd get Grant Daniel for sure oh good old Grant it'd be Grant I guarantee it (laughs) yeah if you do it it that way next year Grant Grant Daniel's coming out he'd be front row centre or (laughs) something like that he'd love that yeah or um, that's a family friendly show yeah 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 absolutely I'm just trying to think of who else that they could Channel 7 Koshy or like Sam Sam Sam, Mack yeah Yeah. they got well Sam Mack and funny enough me and Sam Mack actually go back a fair way I've Sam Mack I know through a friend of mine uh, Dean Lucan Jr who his dad was a weightlifter our only gold medalist at the Olympics and um, I actually did a talk with Sunrise last year and I met Sam Mack, and we didn't know that we'd shared all these friends in common because Sam Mack's an Adelaide boy. Yeah. So um, it's amazing how that even works, man. How the the tight knit community, even in something so broad, you know. So um, you could get anyone. Could be you by this time next yeah. year, mate. <laughs> you know, you could. Of the potty mate on TV, yeah, you know. Yeah. So look, it's it's a whole lot of, um, you know, for me, it's for me personally, it's. I sit and focus on the training side of things and, and try and have the crew around me that helps me with that sense. I've got a lady that helps me with my PR stuff and yeah. and all that type of jazz. So, you know, it's just trying to go down the right avenues and just try and, as an athlete, try and solely stay focused on the training side, as you understand, and then have the good crew around you that helps you with the media side and the mediation side outside of it. Yeah. And how do you how do you pull up after a hundred and seventy ton train pull? Do you know what I did last year? Seriously, I, I pulled the train. I did you know the TV interviews and all that type of stuff straight after. You know, did the meet and greet with all the kids and that it was fantastic. Last year was awesome. Like there was just I was expecting twenty people there. I, I would have been happy with fifty. If fifty yeah. people rocked up, I would have been stoked. We had hundreds of people. Yeah, there. it yeah, was I ridiculous. Saw the ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. and. I did, you know, obviously did the stuff with the kids, which is great because they all come up and, you know, you do the photos and that. And it's just, I love that. That side I love. I love the photos with, with kids. I love the talking with the young ones and, you know, explaining what you do and what you're about and all that type of I love that side. I think it's the best. And um, I went to work. I started work at five o'clock that night. 
Oh, I worked, wow. Yeah, I worked this shift that night. <laughs> so, um, I, you know... No you rest for the weekend. No, I worked, I worked Saturday night. Yeah. I worked my usual security shift Saturday night. I coached at the gym Saturday morning. Oh, no. Last year, I didn't coach at the gym. Last year, I flew to Melbourne. Oh, I flew to the, the national. No, no, no. Oh. The, the the day before the train, I was coaching Masters Nationals. So I flew into Melbourne. I flew into Melbourne at Red Eye Flight out of Adelaide at what, like six, five, six? Got into Melbourne at seven. Yeah. Coach from eleven till uh, four. I oh, know eleven till three. Got. On the plane, flew back, was back by 5, started work at 7.30, worked 7.30 till 12.30, got up in the morning, drove up, pulled the train, got home, got changed and went to work. That's a grind. That is a grind. It's stupidity at its finest. (laughs) Don't you worry about that. But yeah, that was last year. I don't know if I'll do that this year. I think I'll I'll work, but I probably won't fly to Melbourne. Yeah. Wow. (laughs) That was, yeah, that was good. But the the lady I coached, um, Linny... She drove back from Melbourne to watch me pull the plane. She oh, left wow. it. She left it. Her and her husband Dino left it at like four a.m. in the morning and drove back so they were here for midday to watch me pull. Yeah, which was cool, you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't see the I didn't see the plane pull. Um, well, I saw I saw replays of it, but I was hoping to like get up and watch it on sunrise, but I didn't. I didn't man, that's it. early, man. I, yeah, yeah. Mate, I woke up in the morning going. Early yeah. business, isn't well, I got up. I got up today to watch Game Seven of the uh, Portland, Portland Denver uh-huh. series. Um, so I was up at five o'clock watching that. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Rachel came out at like seven twenty to see if I was like awake or like if I was going to get ready for, for work. <laughs> you got work soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that'll be there every day. This yeah. won't be here every day. Yeah. Yeah. No, mate. I would have if I had a choice. I would have stayed in bed for that plane ball myself. Yeah. <laughs> but no. How did um, you, you go? Would you end up raising it for that? So that was for fa- uh, craniofacial. That's the one. Yeah, so craniofacial. Kids, kids that need. Anyone? Oh, anybody? Yeah, they do a lot of work with like newborn babies, cleft lip, and okay. you know, uh, especially if you've been. I know um, Professor David David. Yeah. He um, has been to Africa many times on his own accord, on his own funding to go over there and do facial surgery on all the young kids wow. that can't. You know, they're either born with a, 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 a you know an issue or something like that. He's gone over there and helped them on his own wow. accord. That's unbelievable. Oh, it is, and it's people like that that I would just... love to have someone like that on the on the podium. Well, there's the go, mate. That would be. That would be. There's the next one the, for you. I will try so, and look that one up. That's for so you. crazy that that like um, people people really do this stuff. You know, people really fucking do this stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't really hear a lot about it. Like sometimes you see the odd story on like a current affair or mm. something. There's a their odd good news story that they, mm-hmm. that they have but um, and that's just society these days yeah, everything on TV is just yeah you never really think and they, and that's the thing as well they don't do it for the recognition so no. they're not he's gone over he's not bringing a camera crew mm. and well this is over there he's just doing doing this stuff out of his own pocket yeah. you know and he hasn't asked for money off anyone you know sometimes it is sometimes there is something we are doing it for ourselves in a way it Absolutely, you get good. that positive feel out of it. Yeah, yeah, because otherwise, yeah, otherwise, why would you? You no, you wouldn't really. If it made you feel bad, hmm. but it made someone else feel good, 
would you would you sacrifice it as much? I guess we'll never know because it does make you feel good. But it's just... yeah, no, no matter what, even if you feel bad at the time, you'd feel better after because yeah. you see their response to it. Yeah, and I think just for David because he he retired. This was his send off. He actually retired from cranial facial. He's oh, now stepped okay. down. So this was his big send off. So he um. It was a massive honour for me to do something like this, to send off someone that's been in the industry for goodness knows how long. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he has a university named after him somewhere in the US. Oh, wow. Like, he is... David, the, David University. Yeah, can you imagine that one? Um, Put that think, one together? Yeah, you start thinking people have got a stutter or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's the thing. I, I don't know if it's a full university or it's just an area of the university named after him, but, you know, Professor David, he was the you know, forefront of cranial facial around the world. He was doing surgeries before anyone knew these surgeries were possible. Right. And he's from Adelaide. Yeah. He's from here. I think, as you were saying, people just gloss over the the importance of some of these guys because they don't do it for fame or fortune. Yeah. And also they were doing it before Instagram was Instagram, before Facebook was Facebook, before MySpace was MySpace. Yeah. Man. Before any of those things and were to, anything. To get... To get found out in those days either you had to call mm-hmm. the press on yourself mm. or someone else had to do it that yeah. was impressed by and, what you do yeah and um <clears throat> usually those people are pretty close to you and maybe he maybe he had actually even said like you know i'm just not doing it for so not, let's not worry about it just so world renowned mm. he's just such a world renowned person like known all around the world for his work and you know, helped so many people. When I put out the that I was doing it for cranial facial, I had five people on my Instagram message me going, "That's fantastic, Prof. David helped me with oh, this, wow. this, and this." And I've gone, "What?" So all these guys I'd known for near ten years, not longer, some of them longer than ten years, no clue that he'd done surgery on them, yeah. and he had. I've got three <laughs> friends that have had facial surgery. Hmm. I'm not sure whether they got it done by him but you know Dusty hmm. Do you know yeah if- from when he had the issue at um, the hotel when yeah. he had the, the fight there or when something someone glassed yeah glassed yeah so I don't know if that was Professor David but I had another friend who also got glassed and hmm. then I had another friend who did a uh, I don't know he was jetty jumping and when he jumped he tucked his knees up kneed himself oh. in the face and collapsed it his, yeah his face just um oh basically peeled off like you just massive cut just like unbelievable unbelievable and that's i was like i'm not a water guy right so i would never i probably jetty jumped once ever in my life Mm. and i just never my friends would never get me to do it and i then you know pussy like all that (laughs) yeah that's all right you can call me pussy and then he did that shit and i was like see yeah yeah who's the (laughs) pussy now (laughs) yeah yeah no absolutely not i'm happy with my face is right can you swim? Are you a swimmer? I can swim. I can see you pulling like a Navy ship next. That's <laughs> going to be your next... Uh... Mate, it's on the cuffs, man, to be done. But not to swim with it, man. I ain't going to swim with it. We'll just get an aircraft carrier out in the middle of Glenelg somewhere. Harness up and just yeah, get just doggy paddling, brother. Get do- nah, not going to happen, man. Not going to happen. I can swim to save my life. But that'll be it, man. That'll yeah. be it. I'm ugh, water's water's good to have a shower in. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. <laughs> or a yeah. pool's good. A yeah, pool's yeah, fine yeah. with pool's me, fine. man. 
Breach. But I'm not going into a shark's house. Nah. No thanks. Man, I went I went um, <laughs> shark diving Port Lincoln in 2015. You ever been shark diving? Couldn't pay me. You wouldn't do it? I'd do what, it. What, even in the cage? Yeah, no thanks. No way! No fucking way. Well, you're not a fan of sharks or I'm not all. a fan of... <laughs> Anything that can eat you? <laughs> I fear the ocean out of respect. Yeah. And it's not that I don't like sharks. I love sharks. Uh, but they lightly like, battered if I'm in with their, chips. If I'm in their house, yeah, they have the right to eat. Yeah, I, yeah. I get so that. I don't need to go. I don't need to go there. <laughs> okay. All right. So hold on. Okay. You wouldn't get in the cage. Would you be on the bottom, the boat with the glass bottom on it? How do you use the boat? <laughs> <laughs> so we're not talking Jaws, nineteen eighties boat. Okay. Um. Would you? Would you go on a cruise? Would you, would you go on a boat Never. cruise? Never. Why not? Why would you go on a boat cruise for? That's, oh, this is good. I'm, that's just that's basically mass suicide. You're just waiting to hit an iceberg and do some Titanic shit. Come on, man. Eight, nineteen, twelve, no more. We've moved on a little bit from there. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You won't cruise. It. No, I don't need it. You'll fly though. Yep. Have to. You, you don't have a choice. Okay. If there's no planes and you had to get from Adelaide to the US, not yeah. going. You're not going. I'm not going. On a boat to the US. I don't want to. I went to the Kangaroo Island over east. Did you go on the I, on the ferry? Yeah. How'd I you was, find that? I hated it. Cause that boat, that boat, that does, boat that rocky, does a bit of rocky, man. It's just, I just don't like. I don't like boats. I That's boats. fair I don't enough, man. Go fishing off a boat. I don't. You go fish off a jetty. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. That's fair enough, man. Hey, and if, but if it's pulling hard, if it's pulling too hard, I'll just like, oh, right, I'm not going in. <laughs> Fuck. You just take the fucking rod, man. I'll buy a yeah, new one. Yeah. I'll go buy some chips. Some fish and chips. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Right, right. Well, you sound like me with flying, though. But You don't like flying. It's a long way in the air, man. It's yeah, a long it way is. to come down. Yeah, but I'd prefer, I'd prefer a trained pilot to try and let emergency land on ground than to emergency land in water and then I'm just out in the water. Hold on, hold on. But a boat isn't going to crash out the sky. A boat's just going to sink and there's like life rafts, right? If a plane goes down... Yeah, but like if I'm if I'm in a plane over land, yeah. I'm not afraid at all. So that flight from like... I just did a flight from Adelaide to Wyala a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. No qualms. Crazy. Go into the US, if I look out and I just <clears> see water, I start like to panic a little bit. Right. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So you are a respecter of water. Yeah. Right, okay. So Not you're... afraid of water. Like I respect said, showers, pool, no problems. I'll go into the ocean. I'll go, like, you know, knee deep and all that. But... Yeah, knee deep for you is, like, head height for me. So <laughs> yeah, I'll so drown in your knee height, man. It is probably a bit of good danger <laughs> going out knee deep. Yeah, okay. Right, right, right. So... For you, then you're just waiting for every island you can see when you're flying, basically. Yeah, yeah. So when you much. see Hawaii, you're in a good mood. Yeah, I know you're... which way to swim if, if something happens. <laughs> Are we going down? I guess you can swim there. any direction and you're bound to hit land at some point. Yeah, it just depends how much energy yeah. you've got to swim, I guess. Yeah, not much off plane food, that's for sure. Oh, you're telling me, man. You're absolutely telling me. <laughs> that, that's gold, man. I wouldn't, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather go on a boat. 100% man I'll go I'll the casinos go and they've got movie theatres there's no movie theatres casino on a plane yeah but you know where there is movie theatres and casinos just in town 
Are you really going to go to the Adelaide Casino? Come yeah. on, man. Uh, I went there a few months ago. Okay, fair, fair enough. Um, I would go in the shark tank. I mean, shark uh, cage for... For charity, for the potty, I'll do it. I'll do that to raise. So money. everyone that listens to this, yeah. I just cannot wait for them to start chucking money at this gun. I want to see you in a shark yeah, cage, and know. I'm going to give you this much money to this charity. So if anyone listens to this and hears what I'm saying, just chuck it in the comments below. <laughs> I cannot wait for this because even I'm going to jump on this big time. Because you, mate, you'll be fine in the tank, man. Like I did, like I said, I did it in Port Lincoln a couple of years ago with a few other other strongman guys, and um, it was pretty tight in there with us because my other mates like six, seven, hundred and seventy kilos. The other guy was like six five and one hundred and forty five, and I was pretty heavy set at the time as well. So we were, mate. It took us longer to get into the water outfits, like the scuba outfits. Oh and everything yeah, else, man. Was, we were puffed just getting in. Yeah. There. And um, what are you walking around at now? Right now, just over one thirty at the moment. Yeah. Um, but I'm eating heaps for the train, so yeah. I think it'd be one thirty-five by the train pull. But probably looks quite appetizing to a show. Yeah. All three of us boys and absolutely. There. But it's a lot of meat. Yeah, I know, right? I probably shouldn't have jumped in. But, mate, the sharks are, you know, the small ones come past you and they're sort of, you know, little baby ones. And then you see a big one go past you. Like, oh, oh. But, you, mate, they're not going to get inside. They're just not going to get inside. You do see... you you're, Yeah, you're watching the watch clips this. on TV, aren't you? Well, I guarantee, <sighs> I guarantee we'll find something go wrong here. Yeah, but this is going to be a shark that's as big as my drink bottle you could eat. No. Hold on. So, uh, shark... Cage gone wrong. Gone wrong. Look at that. First thing. First thing, because it happens probably all the time. One minute. <clears throat> it's gonna have an ad, isn't it? Guarantee it will. Voting? Clive Palmer, maybe? Have to vote, don't we? Yeah, Some of us already have voted. Oh, I got, um, in, I got in early, man. I think I, I don't know. I don't remember what I'm doing because I don't. I don't like either of them. All right, what's going on here? Okay. Is the fucking shark in there? What's going on? I can't see. Oh. It's in the fucking cage. Shit. Oh, oh shit. Wow. There's so much blood. Was there anybody in there? Was there anyone in there? Well, if there was eight, no more. What? And that is why I won't go in the shark Oh, wow. There was somebody in there. And he's fine. So you can go in there, man. Even if the shark gets in there, you'll be right. I would have died of a heart attack, though. That is unacceptable. See? You're not supposed to yeah, fuck around look, like that. It's in Mexico, man. It's Australia. We'll be right here. Are you okay? Are you okay? Oh, my oh, I'm good, champ. Thank you very much for asking. My number, my number for the charity for, for that would have to be would have to be at least five grand. Five grand to get you in there. Fuck, bro. That just scared the shit out of me watching that. Oh, come on, man. It wouldn't happen here anyway. But that's like me going... 
Every time I see a plane crash, I don't want to fly. The one in Russia the other day that came in and landed on fire. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, one just came in the other day. Landed in um, uh, one of the main ones in Moscow. Uh, yeah, Russian plane crash. Check this out. Yeah, that's the one. Is that the one? Oh, this is here? Oh, yeah. Take a stab at that, man. Oh, Watch my it come in and land, man. God! Yeah. 41 people died. Check that out. It's just a fireball. Yeah. It's a newish plane, too. Superjet 100. Pretty sure I landed at this airport when I went to Russia one year. It's in Moscow. They've got three three airports there. And check this out. The the thing that buzzes me out, man. People have got their luggage in that. Yeah. See, what does my head in, man, about this... Yeah. ...is that they have all these people on there just taking their luggage off. And, yeah... 13 people have been killed in the crash. Unreal. Oh, didn't it say 41 people? Was it 41? So 41 people died, 70 odd people on the plane, yeah? And, you know, people are trying to grab their luggage off and that's what they reckon accumulated to killing all these people. People are trying to grab their luggage. Yeah, that's... Like, what do you... They always tell you to just leave your shit. And... But... Maybe all those people didn't have travel insurance so make sure you get travel insurance that's the that's the message that's the message out of this whole thing get travel insurance but honestly though really like mate if that was me last thing I'm thinking about is luggage oh well, fuck I don't really I don't really want to fly now either I don't want Man, to we're fly. never getting you out of this damn state now yeah <laughs> I don't really want to fly or get on a boat or go in a fucking Shark cage. What are we going to do with you then? We're going to have to like oh, drive Uber you. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. <laughs> You're going to have to Uber fly you somewhere. Yeah. Uber boat you somewhere. It's not a bad idea. Yeah. What if they do Uber fly one day? Well, they're actually talking about... Uh, I don't remember what it's called. It might be Uber fly, but it's like... It's these drones. And they're basically small helicopters. And they pick you up and drop you somewhere. Yeah, oh, but... no way. I, I believe that they're driverless. Oh, uh, no chance. You no, you couldn't payments, man. Nah. Maybe if I had a really sad day and I thought it's okay if I go today, that that would be the only time. I wake up in the morning. Oh well, it could be worse. <laughs> I'll just get a driverless drone to drop me there. Nah, you could not. Oh, driverless cars, driverless drones, like nah. I, I could not think of someone doing that. Well, it's kind of like Adelaide Airport, right? You know how the towers and that we have here. We're, we're directed by Melbourne um, Towers. Right. They do all our flights in and out by Melbourne. So all the directories, so when somebody says you're coming in to land and they do all the flight like movements, it's done out of Melbourne. So they don't see anything? No. Wow, so that's comforting. <laughs> yeah, man. It's all done from Melbourne. Everything's done from Melbourne. Wow. So, you know, that's... But this is even... Even more the extent that somebody's driving, well, no one's driving it. Some a, a computer's driving it. God, if you oh, I can just see things going totally wrong with that. Well, there was a story I saw the other day um, that this girl on Pornhub, um, oh, the Tesla one, the Tesla, yeah, I did read that too. She, she sexual acts. Yeah, she had sex <laughs> in the driver's seat of a Tesla. Um, on autopilot and 
I just don't I don't trust that. My car's got that um automatic parking thing. Okay. And that works pretty well. But uh, I don't know if I want my car moving at 60, 70, 80, 110 Million. kilometers an hour without without me. <laughs> I drive a nineteen thirty one caddy, so there's no yeah. chance of that happening with one of my cars, but no, my daily's a Toyota Camry, but I've got an old one, man, so there's no chance of that happening. But I mean it, you've got to be in somewhat of control of your life. Yeah. Like, if you're really that lazy that you cannot drive a car and you need someone else to drive it for you, I know society's going downhill pretty quickly, but come on, man. It's not that that's... Uh, if you don't want to drive, if you don't want to drive, don't don't buy it. Catch like, a bus. Yeah, yeah. Catch a bus, catch an Uber. Ride a bike. Whatever. Push bike. Yeah. There's no point. Why would you buy a car if you don't want to drive it? That doesn't make any sense. No, not uh, at all. Not I, to me anyway. Just to say that you've got it, I guess. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's the thing though. Like Driverless, it just they have it in the mines. Like um, they've got driverless trucks and that in the mines. These days. You know, a lot of the trains are driverless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the trucks at the mines and I've seen the trains, yeah. And I can understand why a train is driverless. You're on a track... Um, and, you know, there is still aspects of that that are dangerous as hell. So, like... Slowing at corners. Slowing at corners. Um, if an animal comes out and jumps out in front, the train's obviously going straight through it. Mm. If a person jumps in front yeah. and gets clipped, okay, if the camera doesn't catch it, let's say a person only just got clipped by the train mm. and didn't get full-on smashed by it. Because I guess if you get smashed by it, well, it doesn't really matter who yeah. you call. But if you get clipped You're by dust. it... You might survive. Yeah. But there's no train driver to call nine one or call triple zero. Like no one's coming to say to you, you're fucked. Bleeding out. Yeah, and that's same with the trucks, man. When you're in the mines, they've got these massive setup areas where people are not allowed Mm. because they won't see you, and the truck will just run over you. Yeah, and see that kind of thing for like you ever see that TV show Ice Road Truckers? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how, like, dangerous that is. Yeah. They, like, if that was driverless, that would be good. Obviously, Mm. people at that point are losing jobs, though. And I think those people get paid an absolute shit. I can imagine. Um, So, that's the thing about all this automated stuff. Like, I always use the self-checkout at the grocery store. Mm Mm-hmm. And I hate myself for it. It I was about to say, there'll be some people listening to this just going, I hate you! Yeah. Yeah. Because I always, whenever I'm there, I only see like one, maybe two, um, check actually check out chicks or guys, mm. and um, that's because of me, because I keep using the the self checkout. So there's <clears throat> there's people there's unemployment. There's people out there that yeah. are looking for jobs that cannot get a job to save themselves, and I'm letting the computer scam me out. Well, it's like Coles. I read in the newspaper the other day, Coles are bringing in a special security system on their. Um, registers because people are just scamming off stuff because really you could just walk in scan one put it in put one in put one in scan one put one in i knew a girl that used to get avocados but she would get a bag of carrots and she'd just throw avocados in a bag and keep scanning bags of carrots because they're like 60 cents or whatever so she's just getting these $2.50, $3 $2.50, $3 avocados mm. for 60 cents. Mm. And I, uh, <clears throat> I I respected the hustle, but I couldn't... Um, oh, I absolutely. Couldn't maintain that relationship because I was like, how's she ripping me off? Well, that's that's where you got to look at the big picture. Like the hustle, I get that. Totally, man, totally. If you can 
get one up over the government, man. I guess it's doing pretty well, man. And everyone puts a smile on their dial on that. But in the long run, in the long run, you look at it going, fuck, I'm just cheating myself. Yeah. Really, you know, like, it, it does kind of hit home after a while when you look around at unemployment and all that type of stuff. And especially when you see people in your own life who are unemployed because mm. of shit like that. Yeah. I guess for, for us, as we're now getting older, sorry to say, we yeah. are, um, you know, we don't look for jobs as checkout dudes or checkout chicks or burger flippers or whatever like that anymore. Um, but, you know, they're becoming less and less and less. So young people are getting less and less likely jobs. Yeah. You know, and that's why they turn into who they are you know, mm. sometimes, which is not great for the future. Yeah. It's... Yeah, but then you go back to being government thing too and a big business thing too which gives the little people the shit yeah well and that's the thing that's why I don't know I don't know who to vote for this weekend because um, you know one one's for big big business and taking money out of schools and hospitals and all types of shit but then the other one is um, you're voting for the less of two evils yeah seriously like, man like I understand <clears throat> the security that unions bring yeah but they also Australia's minimum wage is so fucking high Mm. that, like, if you want to run a butcher shop, how are you supposed to maintain? How are you supposed to maintain that shop with the wages you have to pay people to to work there? Yeah, and as it goes on, we get so acclimatized to that, and then the cost of living goes up because the government's like, "Oh, look, minimum wage is fine; it's great." So everyone, like, cost of living has to go up. So because people can't afford it. And that's why you look at housing prices. That's why you look at uh, food prices. You look at petrol prices, which is just goddamn ridiculous yeah. at the moment. Anything like that, like you said, cost of living just goes up and skyrockets. You're probably buying premium for your car. The caddy? Yeah. Yep. That, oh, and it's not what you... Wouldn't that be... I thought the caddy would have been on, on lead. It's premium, but you have to put lead replacement in it. Oh, okay. So you still have to put the lead replacement in it, but that thing ain't fuel efficient. Yeah. At all. It's yeah. old and not fuel efficient. <laughs> so price of living just goes through the roof on something like that. But, you know, it's just it's just annoying. And, you know, you look at your paycheck each week and you go, oh, you do all right for yourself. You, you know, you look at your standard of living and go, yeah, you do pretty well. And then you just look at how much you're paying for stuff as well. And you go, that's cost a lot. Yeah. You know, so it's catch twenty two. And there's always something. There's always something that comes out of the blue. Like every paycheck, there's there's something else. Oh. <laughs> Whether it's car rego, car insurance, health insurance. Yeah, or well, you, you can't, travel insurance you, if you don't. <laughs> you don't want to. When you fly Aeroflot. Yeah. <laughs> it is, man. Or you, you you look at your car and you go, I need a new set of tires. Oh, oh shit. And you go, ah, oh, that's like. 80 to 100 bucks a tire. Oh, look, I need all four done. Yeah. Oh, good. That's just 400 bucks. Oh, I just there. Great. Yeah, and there's your 500. Wicked. Yeah. And that's just going to come out of the paycheck this week. Oh, yeah, cool. That's just what I wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, cool. Turn in rice for two weeks then. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, two minute noodles never look so yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> looks like I better not, for, looks like I shouldn't pay for these. So I'll go through a self serve checkout, yeah, yeah. scan avocado or some carrots on yeah. them or something. 60 cents for my two minute noodles. Yeah, that's yeah. it. The hustle, man. I like the hustle. it. I like hustle. it. <laughs> it's hard out here, man. It, mate, it is. But it, you know what? It's, it's, I'll go back to when I was in, in Russia, right, for a, a bit of a you know, look at an aspect of two different worlds. 
when I was in Russia, I learned the two different levels. So we've got in Australia, massive middle class. Yeah, so you, me, you know, whoever, we've got a huge middle class. Quite a small uh, or average size poor, average size rich, right? Russia, opposite, complete opposite. Middle class, tiny, yep. poor, huge, yep. rich, huge. Okay. Absolutely huge. But the price of f- certain foods over there, it's like nothing. Right. Like nothing. You could survive on not much money there f- for certain things. You know, if you want to go to somewhere expensive, don't you worry, it's expensive. Yeah. Certain things are very, very cheap food-wise. Right. So, you know, it's one of those things, so, you know, like their middle class is tiny, though. Just That's like, uh, I think China's similar. Yeah. So, I think it's very common for you to have hired help in your home. Like... Mm-hmm. To have butlers and all types of shit and have a, a garage with seven cars in it and mm. types like all that type of shit. And then there's countries like in the Middle East where you, if you walk in here and you say, oh, like, Clay, I like your computer. That means I have to give you my computer. No, it's my computer. Yeah. Thank you. <coughs> you come in here and tell me you like my computer, I'm going to say thanks, man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, get the fuck yeah. out. The Middle East is like, oh, I love that, you know, that gold bar you've got sitting over there. Oh, it's, it's yours. <laughs> exactly. Actually, talking about people coming in and just taking stuff, I was, I was watching a, a, a Joe Rogan thing the other day about um, one of the guys from Green Bay Packers, one of the um, um, the owners. Yeah. He was he met Putin a few years back, like 2015, right? Putin said, I like your ring. Can I try it on? Yeah. Takes it off. Like we're doing like a Super Bowl ring. Grabs the ring, puts it on, and never gives it back. Like seriously, that actually happened. That's fucking wild. So he's like taking it, putting it on, and then just going and walked away. And this is, you know, a dude with no doubt. FSB bodyguards yeah. all around him like what are you going to do and he's what, a what black belt isn't he in like jiu-jitsu or... yeah he's judo and sambo yeah sambo's massive in the in, in Russia like yeah he'll fuck you up yeah the dude rides horseback yeah. with no shirt on <laughs> he's the fucking man he's the man don't you worry about that but this we're talking like <laughs> he's just taking some dude's like ring that was probably worth a shit ton and it's like a Super Bowl ring yeah. and just fucked off with it and never gave it back. Wow. And what I read up is the FBI's turned around and said to him, dude, don't bother about chasing it up. Just let it go. Just get it remade. Yeah. <laughs> they just said, don't worry about it, man. And he's like, that was my ring. It was given to me when we won as a sentimental value to it. Yeah. I want it back. They're like, we're not starting like an issue over a ring. Yeah. Like, wow, the yeah. amount of power. Well, he's so ready to hit that fucking red button. It's it's unbelievable. So He just wheeled that, though. Like, yeah. fuck. Well, just take some dude's Super Bowl ring. What's he going to do next? He'll just crazy. walk up to someone and take their Grammy? Yeah. Or Emmy Award or something yeah. like that? Oh, I'll just say that. I'm fucking there. Jesus, all right, mate. Yeah, wow. I wonder if Trump's ever been stitched up by him. Like, when Trump I don't know. Like, I don't know. Trump, yeah, I don't know. I think I don't know if he's just. I think he'd be too stupid to get you know. Or he'd be too. Um, <clears throat> he's like selfish. He'd be too. Yeah, selfish he to wouldn't. Like, he just wouldn't do it. Can I have a look at that? He'd be like, nah. Yeah. Your fucking <laughs> own. Like, uh, yeah, totally, man. He'd be almost too self-centered. Yeah. To do it, he'd almost be the type of fucker to do it to Putin. 
yeah, yeah. <laughs> just so shit. Oh, can I please? Can I please see that? Yes, you can. And then he gives it to him, and he just fucks off with it. And you're like, <laughs> he'd be sitting there going, "Hold on, I just got stitched up. Yeah, oh, that's fucked." <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It is. It is the the political world that we're in right now is it's just, it's crazy that we're sitting here saying these other countries are crazy and we can't even keep our prime minister in in office for a full term. Man, what was the last time we actually voted someone in ourselves? I don't. I, Rudd was it Rudd? No, I didn't vote for him. <laughs> I don't think. I think I was away. I think I was in America, so I don't think I was voting. Lucky you. Yeah. Look, we, we don't vote anyone in. Our parliament votes everyone in. Yeah, yeah we, we can't talk. If people say we're normal, we're not. Uh, our government votes each other in and they just fall through. I was chatting to someone about this the other day. Like, we haven't had a stable leader for a long, long time. No. And, you know, it's going to be one of those things where the rest of the world probably looks at us and goes, can that country just get it right for yeah. 30 goddamn seconds? I think they're already, they're already talking about us like that. Because I think the rest of the world just sees us as just so goddamn relaxed and so just blase about everything which yeah. is good to a certain extent but not at the same time like I'm yeah. sure you know it's not necessarily the greatest thing but I guess the good thing about Australia is no one's going to invade our country because everyone's scared of our animals yeah <laughs> like sharks initially got, what have we got seven of the eight most deadly snakes or something like yeah, that yeah man and like, spiders you watch people will try like, they'll try and invade they'll start in Darwin they'll get like halfway through Darwin and go shit there's some nasty stuff here yeah. we're getting the fuck out of it mate I'll just start throwing stingrays and fucking box jellyfish <laughs> out there and stuff like that yeah. they shoot them just throw the animals at them Even- they won't last a night here they'll be asleep <laughs> and they'll be like it's that moment they'll go to sleep in their fucking tent arm, big army tent and they'll turn off the light and they'll see a spider and they'll turn it off and then they'll turn on the spider will be gone. Yeah. And then they'll be like... Going home. Where the <laughs> fuck is it? That moment when you're in bed, everyone's had it in their life. You see that spider, you're like, oh, I know you're there, that's fine. Fucking stay there. Turn it off. Lay there for a minute. Fuck, I'm just going to get fly spray. Turn it on. Go on. Oh, you mother... It's Where like uh, car, in the car as well. That happens. Like when you're in the garage, there's a... <sighs> spider on the like uh, side mirror or something you look away for a second and then it's gone it's like that is definitely inside yeah the and you're sitting there going <laughs> is it under the sea yeah. was it do you follow shit Adelaide yeah on Instagram that thing is that side is great yeah when they put up one oh, it would be a few months ago now there's a huge spider on the back of this lady's window and all you see is it just crawl and then, you know, shoot inside of it. I did see that. Yeah. And Someone all you, was filming it from a different From car. another car, yeah. yeah. And all you see in the comment below is, Jesus lady, get out of the car, yeah. get out now. Like, it was a stomper. Like a huntsman. That's not going to do shit. Yeah. But it's, it's still massive. a it's, big... They're still scary. I don't, I don't like them. <laughs> nah. I could nah. I could think of way better things to cuddle up to at night time than a spider, man. When I was up north in, in Queensland, there's people, there's people that just go grab them. Go grab them and put them outside with their hands. That's Queensland for you. <laughs> no, I couldn't wait to get back to Adelaide. <laughs> I was on the first boat out of there. <laughs> no, but seriously though, that that that's the good thing about us. That'll just keep people away from invading our country is that they're just too scared of what we've got here. Yeah. No one's going to come in. All the American guys I know they come in, they have no goddamn clue. Yeah, because they all get told. They all get told about like, well, they've got the most deadliest animals, and like, all oh, the kangaroos just fight you, and like, all that shit. But they also think too. They think like, I had my Russian mate over here recently, Dmitry. 
and um, we took him to Cleveland and unfortunately my car stopped so I didn't actually get there um, and you know he's asking all these questions about the koalas can you grab them so do not grab a wild koala he's like but they're little and fluffy Little assholes. That thing will scratch your fucking face off. Yeah. And they look cuddly and cute. They do. They look but they're a little prick, man. Same with a wombat. He's like, oh, can I touch a wombat? I said, you know, at the park you can. No problem. But I'd be careful grabbing a wombat, man. They can fuck up a truck. You yeah. Know? Then when they go out in the road, they ruin the front end of a truck. Kangaroos are the same. Those big red kangaroos, man. They'll, yeah. have, they'll have a scratch at you and punch you or kick you. You know, I think a lot of people just think one of two things. We've got heaps of deadly ones that look really deadly, and then the little cute ones, they're all cool. Yeah. But they're not. Little assholes, too. Yeah. Even like, <clears throat> isn't the platypus poisonous or something? It's got like a poisonous spike on it. I would not be surprised. Or is, it, like or is it in its mouth that stuff that it's got in there to break down food? Fuck, I don't know. Well, remind me not to stick my hand in a platypus mouth or near its foot. Yeah, there's no <laughs> touch of platypus. Or an echidna will just be sitting on the ground and you'll step on it, and that thing will just prod you through your foot. I saw a wild echidna in Kangaroo Island yeah. for, for the first time ever. Yeah. And um, so cute, but I mean, I, I wouldn't touch it. <laughs> people have like pet hed- hedgehogs and shit. And they, in the US, yeah, they've got yeah. a big over there. Yeah, I yeah. guess, I guess like they don't hurt you or something. I don't know. They well, look... I wouldn't get one if it was me, but it's like people with pet snakes. Yeah. I don't know if you're a fan of snakes. No, I'm not, not really a fan of much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a fan of... Feet on the ground and uh, basketball in the mornings. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty good. That's, that's pretty good for yeah. me. Give me a good feed. Yeah, oh, mate, I'm, oh, I'll, I'll see animals, man, but you know, like, I'm just not interested in having a snake go around my neck. No. Because I just have this feeling in my mind that it, all it's going to take for that snake to go, I've had enough of you, is not much. Yeah. And it to just go, and then it's game over. It's, again, <laughs> up in Darwin, we went to the um, Crocodile Cove, I think it was called, and they were... Um, getting us to hold like um, baby crocs and snakes and shit and I wouldn't do it and again <clears throat> fucking pussy oh you're a pussy brother. that's fine because I'm going to have two hands at the end of the day <laughs> and I'm you're going to have a stump yeah. and don't you forget what More I just said time for me yeah <laughs> <laughs> well because were you were you living up there uh, we, we, we just went there to play two games we went up to well I was living in Townsville and we went to play two games because how long were you at Townsville for a year okay yeah hot humid yeah sweating before I got in the car every morning but hold on but do you like that though do you like the heat I like it better than the cold okay okay I'm the complete goddamn opposite oh really too big for fucking hot weather man too big for hot weather I hate it cold weather's cool I'm cool with hot cold weather man like Darwin and that nah well see Darwin's like that too you can't swim there yeah because the crocs yeah and the fucking jellyfish yeah I was chatting to Steph, who you had on the podcast yep. probably a year or so ago, because she grew up in Darwin, and we were chatting about it, and I'm like, can you swim here? She said, well, you can, but you're stupid if you do. I'm like, why? She was like, I'll take you out and show you. So we walked down the jetty in Darwin, and all you see in the water is just jellyfish. I'm like, whoa. She's like, yeah, man, they'll sting you and fuck you up. Wow. And that's just them. And she's like, yeah, there'll be crocodiles everywhere. Yeah. Like yeah. everywhere. She's like, the only people that swim here are tourists. I'm like, and well, a, do they just get hospitalized all the time? Well, yeah, she reckons a fair few of them do. Yeah. But there's beautiful beaches there. I 
stunningly beautiful in, in Darwin. We were up there about two weeks ago. You got to go to water holes and shit up there, right? Yeah, because yeah. they've got all the um, uh, what do they call it? The um, groves and all that type of stuff. They're full like swamp people style yeah. groves and that where they just hunt crocodiles and all that type of stuff. So I think pools are the best thing for them over there. Like, yeah, they have those um, like rock pools and that near the main city part of it where you can go in there. Yeah, but it's so such a beautiful area. Like, yeah, it's pretty dangerous yeah so i think that's again what people overseas don't get you gotta keep your eye on your kids up there exactly or it'll just go like well even that's what steph was saying to me then she reckons a few people go missing just in the creeks wow because there's crocs in random creeks like i guess you if you compare it to adelaide right it'd be like the pat which is down the road just full of crocodiles man yeah, you just sit right. on the you sit on the side oh the river tyrants in the city you sit on the side and the croc just takes you into the water but who the hell sits on the side of the River Torrens? Yeah, no. Unless you want a dead body to bump your foot or something. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> jump in there like all the dicks do after the football sometimes and wonder why they get like meninja cockle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just don't understand why people do that. I cannot... I do not... I could drink that whole bottle plus another one and not still want to jump in the River Torrens. Yeah. And, and mm. you'd be less sick at the end of drinking all that than you would going in the time. Totally. Yeah. Then I might... That I'll feel terrible in the morning. Maybe another one would need a stomach pump, but I'll be out of hospital. Yeah. River Torrens, I might not get out of hospital yeah. ever again. Filthy. I'll turn, I'll turn green like the Hulk, but I'd just get skinny and wrecked because of it. I wouldn't yeah. be big like the Hulk. It would just ruin you. Um, <clears throat> now, I was listening to the Hamish and Andy podcast. Yeah. And they had this guy on called Eddie. Yeah, Eddie Williams. You know, you know him. Oh yeah, I know Eddie yeah. well, man. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, I was, so I was like, oh, I wonder if, if Jordan was this guy. Yeah, man. Me, me. I've known Eddie for. I remember Eddie first starting strong man. He he actually hasn't been in the sport that long, but he's a very talented guy. Like, yeah. Eddie's a great dude, man. Like I've, have I actually ever competed against him before? I don't think so. Because he said on there that he's the strongest man in the Southern Hemisphere. He is. So he won Southern Hemisphere's strongest man against another good friend of mine. His name's Luke Reynolds. And you didn't compete? No, I'm semi-retired. Oh, okay. So um, I'm I'm less competitive strongman now than I ever have been. Okay. Um, I just do the shows and demonstrations now. Um, So... No, Eddie, Eddie and me, like I said, I've emceed a lot of shows Eddie's done. He okay. is a phenomenally talented athlete. He is just, uh, even at my best, uh, you know, I don't think I could knock him off when I was at my best. Oh, really? You know, I, I think it would, I would love to have, you know, if he competed against me now, I'm, I'm not sure how it would go. Um, so, he is so talented and he's a great guy too. I don't know, have you, have you watched any of his videos? No, he sings. He's a great singer. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, he's a he's a dude. He's just a cool, cool dude. Maybe one day, uh, you know, before I fully retire, I'd love to compete against him. Yeah, because uh, he he at the moment um, is probably the top Australian right now. Um, you know, he's off to world's strongest man this year. Um, he, you know, he's he's doing really well, and it's great to see. And. I don't know if I asked you last time. Do you have a favorite event? I do. I do. I have a favorite event that I love because I was good at it, which was the Oak Walk, which is actually one of Eddie's best events. Which what is, ones, 
The yoke's one with a big weight across your shoulders and you run with it. Oh, yeah. See, and that's kind of another reason why I wouldn't mind to go head-to-head with Ed because that was his, that's his best event. Yeah. And that was my best event. And um, I can count on one hand the guys that ever beat me at that. Okay. And that's at a world level. I can okay. still count that on one hand. And Eddie's beaten a whole lot of the best guys in the world as well. Ah. Now, so when he was at his best, or, or, or when I was at my best a few years ago, at, when I was competing solely for strongman, because um, at the moment now, I'm strong as, but I'm just different strong to yeah. what I was when I was competing. Um, so, uh, you know, maybe I'd make a comeback to compete against him to just see, you know. Are you 30 yet? No. I'm almost 30. I'm 30 heard, this year. Uh, I heard that there's a different type of strength that hits you when you turn 30. Is that, that old man strength? That old man yeah. strength. So I think it first comes to you when you turn 24 because I, I, I think I first got that when I was 24 but I heard there's a next level at 30 that I'm, I'm waiting on. I'm waiting on that too. Yeah. Man. I'm waiting on too. Do you feel at the moment you just wake up some days and you're just so fucked? Yeah. You know, Every just... day of my life, man. <laughs> I get up and I can barely walk and my feet hurt. I, mate, I feel you. I woke up this morning. I had to take the caddy to get service and I had to train the solo. I woke up and I'm like, oh, this is so not worth just waking up. Yeah. I should just stay here. Oh, yeah, it, it's... And I guess for you and me, and again, guys like... And I'll use Eddie for example. His background is not... Uh, to my knowledge, is not strength sports. Um, I don't know if he played a little bit of rugby. He's, he's Islander, Islander boy. And, yeah, um, he sounded like it. Yeah, he is. He's just—I just keep saying—he's just such a nice guy. So I love him to pieces. He's great. Um, but guys like yourself and me—we've been doing sports since we were teenagers. Mm. So we're pretty fucked up. We're just doing years and years of sport. Yeah. Yep. So this is why I wake up in the morning and feel like shite. But yeah, this is what I hear from everyone else. Once you roll over thirty, it kicks up a notch. Because what are you, twenty nine? I'm 28, turning 29 in a couple of weeks. Okay, so I'm turning 30 in a few months. Mm. So I'll let you know how I feel when I kick over Go for 30. a PB um, oh, the next day following 30. You watch it. You watch me blow something out terribly. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take 300 kilos off the rack for a squat and go halfway down. Just watch my knee just go. Oh, yo, have you seen some of those fucking gross gym videos dude I've seen some of them in person fuck bro the leg press where your knees go backwards dude what I've seen I've seen in person live live I've seen hamstring go I've seen an Achilles go which was oh dude the Achilles just oh it just fucking that's one, that's one of my biggest fears. I don't know when you were playing ball what your biggest fear of injury was. Mine was ACL, just because it's so common. Did you do it? No. Did you, what, did you do any? I did meniscus on... Okay, the, so you had clean outs, things. yeah, on both? Yeah. So Achilles has been the biggest one for me. Mm. Oh, fuck. I can just... Oh, just that thing snapping. I've just, heard stories of dudes that have partially torn it, and then because they won't operate they'll like stand on this desk and jump off and, and just, just let it snap just, yeah because it's so highly strung man oh that oh, makes me feel sick it does man it gives you the heebie jeebies yeah. fiercely a snapped Achilles snapped hammy bicep seen a bicep shorten my friend had that he the, said it actually didn't didn't hurt that bad I think when it because like anything when it snaps it just goes and you lose all the feel for it man it basically as soon as it snaps off 
it just shortens up and you lose all the feel for it because you don't have any connection points anymore. Kind of like um, like when you sever like your headphones, you lose the sound. Yeah, it's the same deal with the muscles. I'm, from what I gather, once something snaps off, you lose feeling basically because you lose that touch. It's like when you get burnt, that fucking super hot burn. From what I've been told, it feels like ice. Right. You're getting burnt to fucking pieces. It's hot, but all you feel is cold. <clears throat> so it's got to be fucking up some sort of nerve endings or something that's that it yeah. so yeah snap bicep snap tricep mate of mine I didn't see this but I heard it torn pec doing a bench press and the spotters didn't save it and it tore it completely off um what else I saw in a video oh I saw a video dude doing a snatch right wide grip left where you squat down yeah he's turned over and caught it the elbows turned like this and yeah. the bones snapped out. Fuck. And come through. That's like that. Remember Wendell Saylor, the rugby player? Big oh, black guy? Yeah. And they, they were doing the arm the, wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. And you can hear <laughs> The it. crunch. Yeah, man. Oh. That's the big thing with injuries like that. When you hear the noise. Yeah. Like the Achilles sound like somebody had a fucking gunshot. gunshot. Yeah, that's what they say. Hamstring, I've been told, feels like somebody's throwing a cricket ball in the back of your leg. Friend of mine tore both of his hamstrings in one footy match and you should have seen his legs. They just look like... They just look like they've been painted black on the back of his legs. <laughs> yeah, because you see the blood flow to the area. Like dudes that tear their peck off, it just goes black yeah, and I've red. Yeah, I've seen that as well, yeah. Um, my mate Colm from NZ snapped his tricep clean off. Same deal. Oh. All his shoulder, just black. I'm just trying to think of another injury that just... The dude just went... Oh, it'll come to me, man, but there's been some cracker jack ones, man. And the guys that compete through it. Um, a guy, in, an Austrian dude, snapped his Achilles and kept competing. My mate Luke did his MCL and uh, ASL? Uh, yeah, cru- cruciate. Yeah. Interior cruciate ligament. Yeah. ACL. He did both of them and still finished competing the comp. Like, there's guys out there that still just do it. They're just crazy. You know, oh, matey. Oh, snap something off, mate. Yeah, I'm lucky enough not to have ever gone through something like that. I would have thought playing ball, man, you would have, you know, I guess you're a big dude, man, so you, you got a lot around, you got a lot of muscle around and stuff, yeah, man, being I, a big guy. Um, just <clears> like, <throat> just the regular like, ankles. How about Bogut when he did his injury? The, the arm? Yeah, that was fucked. <laughs> um, then Gordon Hayward last year did his his like ankle he like dislocated it and snapped it oh. and you could hear that this dude Joseph Nurkic or something whatever his name is let's, let's not look at the video of it just the picture because I don't think I can watch the video who's he played for Portland Portland so they won today who do you go for I go for Chicago unfortunately <laughs> um, no. oh can we see that there or not is that meant to be twisted? Um, what did he do? His ankle? Or he, his knee? His leg. So like the, his leg. So whatever that's called. The tibia, I think. Snapped. Snapped that, yeah. Yeah, because if you look at that photo, his knee's up straight, but his foot's turned. That is gnarly. Yeah, so see, wow. I think his knee's up here. That's what I mean. His knee's straight, the, but his foot's turned. Yeah. Wow. Um, that would have tickled. So if we go... 
to the video of it, watch everyone crowds around him to like see if he's okay, and then he rolls over. Oh no! And they will run away because they've seen how bad it is. So hold on, we'll just um have a quick. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. How do you feel? They've done it a fair bit too. A few of the boys break their legs. Oh, fuck. Take a big deep breath, brother. You're not on a plane. Oh, you're not on a boat. You're all good. Uh, I don't want to see the injury. I just want to... Infographic show. Good one, brother. I love watching it. I just want to see um, the team run away and then I'm going to pause it. Fucking ads. They're the worst, man. They're the worst. Wow, take a stab at that. And all the boys, they're fucking out of there. Wow, that's intense. That's unreal. That looks like, fuck, that looked like he was made out of foam or jelly. That just snapped so, like he did, he hardly, he just jumped and came down. And that's what happens, man. He's seven foot. There's so much weight above him. That and his so and his levers are so long, so like you're leg this long, yeah, and you got force like coming through, man. Probably 140 kilos or something coming through there. That's a, that's just like snapping a twig. I couldn't snap this pen as easy. Fuck, wild. That's nuts. And the boys were really around him on that one. They, <laughs> so they were above him, and they like came around, and then like he rolled over, and the leg didn't and they, move. They yeah. saw the leg, and they all just fucking. Oh, the boys had enough of that. Yeah, got the fuck out of there. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah. You see that in AFL too, man. The guys that break their legs in AFL. Yeah. And they get stretched off and fuck. It's just like dangling. <clears throat> yeah, that, there's a video of a guy in that in the pro wrestling too. Same deal, snapped his shin. Um, I'm thinking of a strongman comp, a young guy did that too. Doing a lift, the log came down and snapped his leg. Fuck. There's some good ones to go, go around the place. Like, I... I hate watching the gym ones, man. I hate it. Because you just look at one, how dumb the person is for hurting themselves. Because you look at them going, why did you load that weight up so much? Mm. You're just asking for an injury. Two, you sit there going, oh, that could happen to me one day. Yeah. God, I hope it doesn't. Yeah, I get nervous now every time I do leg press. I'm, I don't even get close to locking my knees. Like, not even <clears throat> close. Because you see those ones where people lock and it just... Got yeah, they back, back hyperextend through. Oh, yeah, hyperextend through. Yeah, and and, and that's, I'd be screaming and throwing up and all types of shit. Uh, yeah, oh, especially if you do, oh, especially if you did both. I know, I know a young guy in the US, Alex Whitaker, who snapped both his biceps off at the same time. I got. I'll, I'll send you the video. I'll send you, you the. Don't, no, you don't. No, I'll that. send you the photo. I don't have the video. I will send you the photo. <sighs> For like months, he's had to walk around like this. Yeah, so he couldn't do shit. Two snap biceps. I've never heard of two snap biceps at the same goddamn time. What was he Even doing? Even your mate that snapped two hamstrings at the same fucking time. Yeah. What was he doing? Tie flip. Big tire. Just sitting in his arms. Must have just gone bop, bop. Too heavy. That's too heavy. Too heavy. Too much gear. One of the two. But man, that's Too just, much gear, too yeah. Too much gear. That's, the, yeah, that's a big thing too, man. But, you know, that, that's the big thing that causes a lot of injury too. Too much gear too quickly. Too many young guys. Right. Stupid. They don't have a clue how to use it. And that's the thing. There's a lot of... There's, <clears> more, there's more stuff out there now too and it's getting more and more dangerous. Well, you people need, don't know what they're doing. You need a whole team... For some of this shit, I forgot what the one's called, 
you basically need a whole team of doctors to measure your bloods. Yeah, the blood you, doping. Because your blood can thicken and stuff. And yeah, there's the blood the blood doping that all the cyclists take. And uh, like UFC fighters do it and shit. Yeah. yeah. It was like, what was the article recently where they were in somewhere in Europe and the drug testing guys walked in on this rider who's getting blood doping at the time? I saw the video of that. Yeah, the people yeah. in the door, the guy's like, ah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, well, that we- shit's dangerous as hell. Yeah. You know, but for the for the result from it is huge. Yeah. The the amount of help health wise that they get out of it. But if your blood thickens off of it, yeah, fuck mate, you're in some deep, deep trouble. Well, I guess Lance Armstrong, <clears throat> they he had like a stationary bike in his bedroom, and in the middle of the night, he said he could like sometimes feel his blood starting to thicken and he'd get out of bed and just hop on the bike and which is goddamn crazy you can feel it you can feel it what does that feel like (laughs) I've never felt my blood before not once you know it's there you know your heart's going you're like oh yeah yeah she's still good but what does it feel does your heart slow down does do your veins feel harder like what the fuck the risk for the reward, I guess, you know, there's huge rewards at the end for all these elite athletes. But for these young guys in the gym that just take random shit that they don't even know, that's what he made in some dude's bathtub. Yeah. They wonder why they snap their fucking muscles off. You know, the, the, the biggest thing is just, it's so simple. When you're taking whatever you take, whatever it is, your muscles grow real fast, right? That's yeah. what happens. Your muscles grow real quick, but your tendons don't. So, beg your pardon. Your tendons don't grow quick enough to facilitate the muscle growth. Right. So that's why you tear shit off because the tendons can't hold onto the muscles being so big and so tight. That's why you tear them. Right. So, like, you know, the, the biggest thing I learned when I was younger was the, the, the signs of a, 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 a gear user in strength sports is... Muscle tears, so bicep tears uh, are less likely because that's such a highly strong muscle anyway. Yeah. So it can snap off on drug-free guys. Pec tear, that's huge. Yeah. If a guy tears their pec, like ninety-nine percent chance that they're a gear. I've only I've only <laughs> known of one guy who's ever torn a pec, and he, I think it was from footy, and I think his arm yeah his arm got like hyperextended and pulled yeah. back. The muscles and the, the tendons in that area are so fucking strong because you're constantly fucking using them. Yeah. Um, but the muscle grows so quick on your chest. It just... The tendons in here, especially the one that connects from your bicep to your chest and through your shoulders, they just snap off. Right. You know, so they're real big uh, uh, warning lights, I guess, for guys that you see them and they've torn a peck off doing powerlifting. You're like, oh, yeah. Righto. Yeah. You know, so... And they, all these young guys that just take it for the sake of taking it for a fucking music festival or... Yeah. Or to get bigger or whatever. They wonder why when they're 50 years old their body can't produce natural test. Or they wonder why their bicep is half shortened up their arm. Yeah, they need know? to get that, uh, that, that good blue pill at that point. Mate, they need more than that. Some of them need to be on, like, growth... You know, growth therapy the rest of their lives. Yeah, well, yeah, the blue pill just to get that thing up, man. Yeah, get it working again. Yeah, how embarrassing is that? Pretty embarrassing. <laughs> you got to schedule in sexual intercourse so you know when to take your pill. Exactly. Forget God, all yeah. that. Yeah. Um. All right. Before you go, what we're gonna do here is I'm gonna <clears throat> I'm going to start off five quotes by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, fuck me. 
for each one that you can finish, we will give ten dollars to the charity of your choice. I'm so gonna get zero. Hey. Well, we'll see what happens. You didn't even let me know this was the case. Where's my phone? No. <laughs> no. Well, then. That's, all right. All right. That's the thing. That's why I don't let you know that that's the case. Is because we don't study for tests. Everything's unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Now, it is. This is crap. Okay. So these may be from his movies or maybe just from him speaking. We know how well-spoken Arnold Schwarzenegger can be. Now, um, I'll just I'll just shoot off some some quotes for you and see see if you can finish them. Right. If it bleeds, it can be killed. I'm gonna pay that. I'm gonna pay that. What was it? If it bleeds, we can kill it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so we can kill it. That's uh, predator. No. Yeah, I think it's predator. Yeah. Let me just. We got one, two, three, four, five. One tick. That's ten dollars. Um, what else have we got here? It's simple. If it jiggles. What the hell is this off? If it jiggles. It's the wiggles? I don't know, man. What's what's that? If it jiggles, it's fat. Oh, yes. Uh, I think that is from um, Pumping Iron. It is. If it jiggles, it's uh, fat. Um, I think that gay marriage should be between... I think that gay marriage should be between a man and a man, a man and a woman. <laughs> I thought this was one of his ones where he just did have no goddamn clue what he was talking about. So I'm just going to put two to the You know what? Just as a little side thing to that, when he was here in Australia, uh, Rob Kearney, who's a known as the world's strongest gay, got married to his boyfriend here in Sydney. Uh, oh. Sorry, here in Melbourne, and Arnold was actually at it. Just as a side comment to that. Oh, yeah, well, so he was a part of that. You always learn something here at the Welcome to the Pony podcast yeah. as well. So yeah, that's fantastic. Forward thinker, man. That's good. Sorry, man, but yeah. Um, well, we've got... Okay, two more. Two more. So um, the best activities for your health are pumping and... Iron? No. Humping. Humping. That was... Pumping and humping. Is that from um, Pumping Iron as well? Uh, that's probably what he uh, said to his maid. Because I remember there was a scene in there where he was talking about sex and coming when he was uh, talking about lifting weights. Yeah, yeah, I'm coming into down, coming into nice. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it. It's a pump. Was, it's better than coming. It's better than coming. And you sit there going, I'm coming right. into down, coming into nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's God. not. That's actually not the first time that's been said on this podcast. So. I probably said that. I probably said that <laughs> once every fifty episodes, at least. Once every fifty minutes. <laughs> um, and one more. Milk is for babies. When you grow up, you have to drink beer. Yes. Bam! Uh, I fucking knew that one. Twenty dollars. What's the charity? I fucking suck. <laughs> next, well, next gig for me. Um, let's see. You know what? Um, I'm going to do one that's actually not one that I do with the strongman stuff. I'm just going to do one that's with my family-based one, if yeah. that's okay with you. So my mum does work with research dentistry for the homeless. Oh, 
So she runs an outreach program in the city for uh, called Common Grounds. Is that on Hot Street? No, she does work with Hot Street though. Common Grounds is in uh, Light Square in the middle of the city. It's a okay. massive oh, yeah, yeah, for yeah. homeless. Yeah. Yep. So she runs a dentistry out of there. Okay. So I'm going to get you to put that into Common Grounds. If Common, okay. Common Grounds. Common Grounds, yeah. Common Grounds Dentistry. No That'd worries. be fantastic. Thank you very much, dude. Common Grounds Dentistry. Yeah. Look, that one's very close to my heart. I don't do anything uh, specifically for my mum in the strongman scenes, but I do a whole lot of stuff for the other guys. And this is one that's really close to me that I'd love to just help out where I can. So yeah, I, I appreciate it, Clay. Thank so, you. Oh, that's what we try to do for every, <clears throat> every guest um, here. We've got I've got a bunch of different games that I play. I've got one called Sourced Unsourced. I don't know if we played before no this is the first game i've played so, man sourced on sourced <laughs> is just true or false um oh. uh, and that is if you get three out of five right fifty dollars goes to charity of your choice i've got jessica beal of fortune so jessica beal of fortune yeah so that's basically <laughs> um that is like hangman and it's just jessica beal movies um, or vi- Jessica Bill Bill vehicles, so movies or TV shows. Um, what else have we got? Uh, Brad quit, so movies. Brad that quit. Brad Pitt was supposed to be in, but then wasn't in. Is there a lot of them? There's there's a substantial <coughs> amount. Yeah. You do your research well, man. This yeah, is why so I love this podcast, man. Unsourced, but sometimes it's unsourced. Um, yeah, so we like we like to play some games and um, I like it. Get some get. There's a charity <coughs> page on the website. Um, where you can see what charities we've donated to and how much um, so far and all of that stuff. But you are doing a train pull on the 26th of May mm-hmm. at the Mount Barker Mount Barker yeah, railway so station. I'll, we're talking this month, 26th at 12 noon at Mount Barker railway station. We'll be pulling a train with a rail cart on the back with another rail cart on the back of that. will be about 200 tons. 200 tons, unofficial world record. Um, anybody who's in Adelaide or even if you're not, do what you can to get there and support Jordan, uh, Biggie, <laughs> Steffens in, in his endeavour to break a world record unofficially and raise some money for the Steam Ranger. Yeah, Steam Ranger 520 is the restoration that they're trying to raise the money for. So basically it's a Steam Ranger 520 restoration. They are, they do have a um, GoFundMe, which I'll send to you and yep. you can put out on there as well, man. They are trying to raise some money for it. But I know they're going to be holding out some cans and that on the day as well to raise money. Yep, and you know what? I'm going to do $20 to that as well. So, well, you'll be there on the day with your sunglasses on, brother. Yeah, yeah. I'll get Rachel to drive me up there, even though I don't like it when she drives. That's fine. Um, Is that one of those driverless cars? Yeah. Steam <laughs> <laughs> Ranger 520. All right. So, um, yeah, we'll donate to to that. And Thank you, bro. Thanks for Thanks for coming, man. No, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. I look forward to the Pleasure's next one already. Mine, as always. Cheers, bro. Thanks, brother. Baby, you're gone too Baby, you're gone too